Welcome to the Daya Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-host Guy, my daddy, and my big sister Michael. I'm Trinity. In this episode, Daddy and Michael will discuss peer pressure and how it could be a good thing as well as a bad thing. Daddy Michael, over to you. Thank you, Trinity. And once again, we are happy to be here with you. This is the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-hosts, the daughter. Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess and the Daddy, me guy. Happy to be here with you. Thank you for tuning in. When you guys get the chance, please make sure that you like us, love us, review us. Bunch of five stars, big thumbs up. We really appreciate it. So we've been talking about a couple of different things, but uh, you can see from the title, we have our next topic, peer pressure, as chosen by the princess. Yes. But let's go ahead and uh, start with our little check-in. So... We'll start with the princess, of course. What's going on with you and what's new in your life? Um, Gotcha Club came out as of we're recording this. I don't know if this is released like a couple days later or whatever, but as we're recording this, Gotcha Club has been released this morning and I was really excited. I was literally jumping up and down and squealing when I got it because I was really excited because it's been out on PC and Android for a while, but iOS users, you know, We've been waiting. I've been waiting patiently. Much of the community was just yelling at Looney. But um, yes, I'm really excited about that. Gonna do a thank you video to Looney for making it because it's really awesome and it's already had updates and stuff. Well, the Androids had the updates and stuff. As a reminder, this is the digital animation software program that is hugely popular amongst your generation right now as you guys go in, design your own characters, put together actual videos with your characters and this one once again has a story mode feature on it as well so really excited to see what the story mode feature is in this one so we're recording this on august 15th no 16th and sunday right august 16th and we're going to be releasing this pod later today so everybody will hear it you know well the window hear it but we'll release it today but uh yeah so your mom and i actually your mom said to me when she approved the download of the app on your phone and you started screaming and doing your little funky dance, (laughs) she said she does not think she has ever seen you happier. Like, you just went ape on that. (laughs) I I was really excited for this app. Yeah. Yeah. It's been in development for a while now. Long time. Yeah. So I was just really happy to have it on iOS because Android's, Um, The apps are really laggy, including the animations and the tap register, Mm -hmm. but on iOS, it's all really, really smooth, and it makes it a lot easier to do everything between actually battling and then seeing what happens after you make your move, or dressing up the characters, or putting it into studio studio mode, and also now I'm able to do the screenshots and start making them into videos for my channel. That's awesome, man. I'm happy for you. I know how much you love that stuff. Yes. You know, we've mentioned it before, you have your own separate youtube channel where you're doing your your animation your productions how's that going for you so far um i've actually gotten a lot of views when i first um post the video i wasn't expecting to get so many views so fast but i also think it's because it's part of a relevant search where everybody's like looking up this one thing because mm-hmm. the songs become popular or something so that helps with the views i'm finally going to be able to start making my series which is actually what i wanted to get into instead of just posting my old stuff i might post old stuff every now and then but i think i've done all the ones that i wanted to post so far Good. so now i get to start going into the new stuff and i'm really excited because i've had a lot of ideas and i've been planning out some of the videos mm-hmm. and some of them are going to be amazing because i've 
planned out the entire thing. It's going to take forever to make, though, because the editing. But as soon as I finish up, this is going to be my last video I'm working on in Gotcha Life. And then I'm going to be switching over to Gotcha Club. Gotcha Club. Yay. It's so cool, man. Like, I love to watch you and your sister and even, I guess, your brother to a certain extent just completely nerd out on this stuff. (laughs) And it's your your generation or or at least a group within your generation's way of tapping into the creative artist side. Um, Yeah. So for me, it's no different than somebody just spending days painting some some portrait or just jamming out in the garage every single day on their guitar like whatever or skateboarding like whatever your form especially of art because is. animation's coming up a lot because of like animes and stuff yeah my favorite anime my hero academia i watched an <laughs> animated music video to it yesterday and just fangirled so hard yeah yeah no doubt but yeah so a lot of people are liking to go into sort of actual animes and cartoons and tv shows so that's another thing. Gotcha helps me to be able to kind of do that. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, so good. Anything else going on with you? Oh, you got some bomb awards from school. Yeah, I did. Yeah, man, they were dope. Got, like you got a gold medal and some. Just tell us about it for like a couple of seconds. Yeah. So pretty much, my robotics teacher nominated me to be one of the students recognized for my. Um, amazing work <laughs> in my class mm-hmm. and I I was really I I wish that I was gonna, able to do that in person but of course I just had to go to the school and pick up the award in a plastic folder yeah. I wasn't able to see my teacher but I really enjoyed her class and it's oh, awesome so yeah the, the the main gist of the two awards that you got were a citizen of the year which just basically reflects that you're just a really good person yeah, that was um, from my math teacher. Yeah, and that was dope. Uh, and the other one was like a, a hero in robotics, basically, right? Yeah, because I was doing really amazing work in robotics class. Yeah, and you discovered a passion in robotics. Like I did. <laughs> you might carry that forward as like a career and stuff. Like you just you love science. You're creative. So imagine taking your yeah. creativity you do around this animation thing and tie it into robotics and you just you start creating using your creative side to invent and and craft and build like transformational robotics that might be able to help disabled people one day or other things like there's just the the potential is just exponential to me and it's really funny because i took robotics because i like the show battle bots <laughs> and I take then it turned into <laughs> yeah that's... i introduced you to that one i'll take credit yeah. for that yeah <laughs> So it's really funny because I was just like, hey, you know, I want to make my own battle bot sort of a thing eventually, so why not take robotics? And then I was just like, wow, I actually really like this class. Yeah, and you jammed at it, and it's just so cool. It's like girls in STEM, man. Like, it's a big deal, so yeah. I dig it. All right, so... As for uh, you, Daddy. <laughs> that's very, very cool. So not a whole lot new going on with me. I actually have a birthday coming up in two days. Yep. Uh, so that's cool. You know, I'll be 46, uh, just getting getting so old but blessed to be up here and you know and, i'm not getting old i'm still technically in the mid 40s right next year i think i entered my late 40s so yeah no nah, it's cool um i went to the casino for the first time in a year and a half uh poker is my passion i love it and i went yesterday and i said okay i will go i will check out what uh measurements they're taking for the rona make sure everything is safe and I think it might be the safest place in the world 
there is so many protocols um, just to walk in the building. You know, all the temperature checks, the mandatory masks, the social distancing. Uh, I sat down to play in a tournament and there's a maximum of seven people around the table when usually it's nine or ten. But it was only seven because they had plexiglass walls encompassing every single player. So when you sit down, you basically are sitting inside of a pod where you have plexiglass on both sides of you and all the way across in front of you. So you can never like breathe on anybody. And then there's just a tiny cut hole, a uh, hole cut out right in the bottom middle where you receive your cards and, and push your chips out to bet. But you're fully separated from everybody else. And it wasn't just the poker tables where I was. Um, every table game like blackjack or craps were the exact same way. Um, uh, most of the slot machines, either every other slot machine was shut down so that you were automatically socially distanced or they put plexiglass booths around like every single machine so that you weren't ever like within a couple of feet and face to face with anybody next to you. So it yeah. was um, it was extremely well done. Uh, I got in a little bit late, so they were already up at level six, which only poker players will really fully understand. You hear a phone ringing in the background, right? I do, too. It's OK. Um, so it was, uh, it was a little bit late when I got there, but, but I jammed it, man. Like I rocked it. I ended up finishing in 14th place out of the 150 people in it. Oh, wow. So I was able to, I was able to, to roll out with, you know, well over a thousand dollars. It was dope. So that was fun. I don't know if, I don't know when I'll ever go again. Um, I don't want to be irresponsible with it, but it was a really cool opportunity to get out there and just just uh, just roll it up a little bit. So that was dope. Okay, good catch up with us. Everything's going well with the dog. Yes. He's, Kobe is still Kobe Bryant, still doing his thing. Uh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yep, and uh, the number of accidents around the house have gone down as long as we're actually <laughs> watching him and not having him wander far from yeah. where we have his little play area set up. Yeah, it's definitely gotten better. Definitely gotten better um, by yes. you guys. So that's that's really dope. And he's just getting big. He's getting He's fast. getting so big. I mean, for a Yorkie, he's getting big. I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, he's he's dope. Um, yeah, mom's so doing cute. good. Brother's doing good. Sister's doing good. So, okay. Mm. <laughs> well, doing good ish. Right? <laughs> Annoying me. <laughs> yeah, always. That's your that's your weekly update with these things is that your brothers and your brother and sister are still annoying you. Yep. Okay, so you're the one who came up with this. So we'll talk about peer pressure, and you know you're in a unique position, going on 15 years old here in just a couple of months. Um, mm -hmm. You're right at that age where peer pressure really, really starts to mount. Um, these last three years of high school is when peer pressure can be its absolute worst. So, just for you know, just by way of background, like why does peer pressure play such a strong role? I, I think when we look at it just from a societal standpoint, you know, peer pressure just kind of goes to the root of us as people that we're a social being, right? It's that Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The desire to belong to a group is something that is just inherent to a human being. And we see it all the time. I mean, there's, there are a few very rare people who... Lone wolves. Lone wolves, yeah, who are willing to you know, just basically spend their entire life with no social connectedness. Crazy now, cat lady. Some of them turn into the crazy cat lady, yeah. And some <laughs> of them are more of like the, um, I don't know, sociopath. But, but uh, And some of them are normal, you know, no judgment, no shade. But by and large, even if you look at monks, 
right, who just lived their entire life in a very humble, isolated kind of way, they still belong to a monastery where they are part of a group, right? So yeah. you, it, when you go to school, I'm just gonna, we will pause you while you yawn. Um, sorry. Wait, am I boring you? No, I'm kidding. I'm just sleepy. <laughs> We're so tired. Nah, um, when you go to a, um, yeah, sorry, I got distracted there for a second. When you go to a school, no matter what the group is, it's okay. No matter what the group is, um, people will gravitate towards other people to form a type of a group, right? So using the, the old terms we used to use in my generation, the nerds are going to hang with the nerds. <laughs> um, the, the, the preppy Six. girls are going to hang with the preppy girls. The mean girls are going to hang with the mean girls. The, the jocks are going to hang with the jocks. jocks. A lot of times you'll see it broken down by ethnicity, right? So... You'll have the black folks over here. You'll have the Asians over there, the Latinos over here. You got the white folks over there. You see that a lot. You, you see it in prison. People, will they will segregate themselves based on whatever type of unique group or class they belong to. Yeah. It's wh wherever we break down in a society, um, people will gravitate towards forming groups, right? So that's just part of our natural way of being. The reason why um, peer pressure is so powerful is because usually when you are subjected to some form of peer pressure, it's used against you where they say, we want you to do this thing that we do, or we want you to do this thing, whether they do it or not, uh, or else you're no longer going to be part of our group. And yeah. there are very, very few things in life that somebody can hold over us and leverage against us in that way um, where we are actually willing to do things we normally wouldn't do or things that we don't even think are right, but we'll do them because we just have this desire to belong to a group, especially if we view that group as being like uber special. Yeah. And for girls, it's usually like the pretty girls or the cool girls. I call them the mean girls. Um, <laughs> but usually um, the rest of the girls want to be part of that elite group not all of them you know i'm not going to generalize but by and large um they hold themselves up here at this high level and they they intentionally limit access to that group so that it's considered very very elite and yeah. then when they finally find that one girl that they want something from or they just want to have fun with her like we've seen those movies like whatever the reason coming is. too close maybe yeah coming too close or whatever or maybe going to steal some of their some of their sunshine so they will use peer pressure to basically get that that girl to do something that she normally wouldn't do. So anyway, that's kind of why, just from a sociological standpoint or you know, psychological or whatever, why peer pressure is such a powerful weapon. So for you, um, you know, being at that like really like most delicate age range right now, talk to me about uh, how you view peer pressure, how you've seen peer pressure and the impact that peer pressure has had. So a lot of my idea of peer pressure comes from the books I've read, mm -hmm. but you know, most of the books I read are fantasy and not exactly realistic. So more of my peer pressure experience comes from sort of my need to be like others, sort of an acceptance thing. So I had this friend group, not this past year, but the year before, where I realized myself I was acting more like them than how I think I am mm -hmm. at the same time I'm still kind of discovering my personality but that really didn't make me feel like myself unless I was around them which then it seemed normal 
so I was a bit more of a wild card, which I'm usually a lot more rule-abiding and obedient little good girl, <laughs> teacher's pet. I literally got called that by a student. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but then I was just being, like, loud and kind of obnoxious. And Where was this? In the cafeteria during no, school. No, what, like, what school was this? Um, the school that I actually just finished up at, but it oh. wasn't this year. It was last year. It was intermediate school. Got you. It was wow. the... F- it was it was eighth grade, um, but yeah, not in class. I wasn't acting like that, not very much, anyways. <laughs> but in the cafeteria, I was definitely a lot wilder and more of sort of like a party girl, but not at a party. It was just the cafeteria, <laughs> which was really weird. And then this past year, you know, there's dress codes, but at this point, the teachers have given up on dress codes. <laughs> Or at least a lot of them. They've given up on dress code, swearing, a whole bunch of things because there's just way too many people doing it and you can give them detention or suspension or whatever, but they don't really care. <laughs> so I don't want you to lose your train of thought, but talk to me about the dress code thing. What's happening with that? So um, the girls are wearing crop tops. The guys are letting their pants show their drawers. Uh, pants are sagging. Yeah. Pants on the floor. But they're like the almost to the point of actually falling off. Anyways, the girls are wearing like mini skirts and booty shorts, and that's just, that's just how the girls are, and their hair is all pretty and stuff. So I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just over here looking like I don't know. And these aren't like uber high schoolers. This is still intermediate school. We were talking that about that was still eighth, eighth grade, ninth grade, eighth and ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So then it kind of made me feel like, well, should I be that way? And then you know, TikTok came out which became the next big thing, and then everybody was just using TikTok, and I'm just like, well, should I get on it? Or should I get on Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter? Like, I felt like I was sort of not a part of anything because pretty much everyone was doing it. Yeah. And it was one of those things where you start to, like, feel like you're being left behind, and especially when it's your friends who are also doing it, then it's just like, okay, well... (laughs) So let's let's come back to social media in a minute because it might be the number one worst thing ever invented by human beings. So we'll come back to that. It's actually a bit like filters. Yeah, yeah, no, filters are not even close to the worst of what's wrong with social media. Yes. But let's come back to that in a second. Um, the you were talking about the the way kids were dressing and talking and the yeah. impact it had on you and how um, you felt like maybe you started behaving differently or not necessarily behaving like yourself and all of that. Um, why did you feel, what did you feel the need to behave differently? And if so, why? It was just because my personality sort of didn't fit with that friend group. Mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of changed myself to feel like I fit in more and exactly, was more Exactly, but why belonging. did you feel like you needed to fit in with that group instead of going and finding one who was more in line with your personality? Because I was interested in the people. Mm. And one of them had been with me the year before, mm-hmm. and she was my very first friend at that school because I had transferred during the middle of the school year, and she was like that first girl who actually... Um, was the new girl's friend and apparently according to everybody else she was sort of the lone wolf of every single class Mm -hmm. and so we got really close but then um, I was still kind of like my old self I guess using quotation marks there 
Right. But it was sort of a thing where, like, I guess the more time I spent around her, I just sort of changed a little bit of my personality to be a little bit more like hers, a little bit more on the wild side, which is something I've never actually really done at all, to be honest, and it was actually kind of exhilarating. <laughs> so you kind of enjoyed being a bad girl or a different girl for a little while. Yeah. That's understandable. I felt like it was a little bit more of myself, but at the same time, afterwards, I'd be like, is that really me, though? Because I've never been this way before. It can be a part of you. Yeah. And there's, it's cool. Like, you're at that age right now where you're supposed to be exploring different aspects of your personality. And yeah. I think what a lot of people find is that none of us are just one thing all the time. Yeah. You're going to discover different different facets like we're all different sides yeah we're we're multifaceted you know beings and so you know you're never going to be the exact same complex beings (laughs) complex beings yeah for sure like and that's cool so you were like let me go explore this part of myself and that's okay i think it's the motivation that might be you know potentially a challenge like it's one thing if you're like i just want to explore this part of me and see what it's like that's different than I feel like I need to change this part of myself in order to fit in with a particular group. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because I'm like that shy, innocent one, and then everybody else was just outgoing and kind of like spoke their mind or whatever. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. So I was innocent to you? the point of like naivety where I was still like kind of like a five-year-old in a mm-hmm. 15-year-old friend group. So how did it work out for you in the end? Um, In the end... Well, it was it was good. Um, I'm having a little bit of trouble trying to figure out how to word this part because this school year we didn't have any classes together. We didn't even pass each other in the halls very often, so we kind of had more of a falling out due to circumstances. I guess my question, though, is do you... Well, first of all, were you able to maintain friendships with the group? Like, did it work as far as joining During the group? During that period, yes, it did work. Until okay. we got separated by our classes this school year, then it didn't really work. Okay, so I, that leaves me with two questions. Number one, um, uh, how do I ask this question? So it worked during that time. So do you feel like, I don't want to say was it worth it? Um, gain anything? Yeah, yeah. Did, like, did you gain anything from it, I guess? And, and do you feel like you were true to yourself? I feel like I discovered a new side of me that could be a little bit more outgoing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of took me out of um, what we talked about a couple episodes ago about my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It kind of allowed me to be more of an extrovert instead of that shy little introvert. So I found that really fun. So I've been a lot more open with my friends that I have now gained from this last school year. And so, yeah, I guess I would say it's quote-unquote worth it so that's really interesting it, it's <laughs> that's how you know this is such a real talk podcast because you went a direction with this that i actually hadn't really given much consideration to there are really there are really positive potential outcomes from peer pressure yeah. we tend to think of it as a negative thing um because there are so many negative possibilities when it comes to peer pressure But what you've highlighted here that I think is really valuable is peer pressure can actually be a really good thing if it's used the right way. Sometimes other people who can push you outside of your comfort zone or your box into something that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I actually hadn't meant to go in this direction. It just ended up happening. No, I hadn't either. But 
but I dig it. I really dig it. I have people in my life right now that I would consider it peer pressure that is pushing me to um, to work in certain areas or to work harder in some things that I do because I, I want to be accepted, you know, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and it's funny because they'd be the first ones to say that they just want to be accepted by me, <laughs> right? So we kind of have this mutual love network going on where we're all the biggest fans of like each other. Um, yeah. But that kind of peer pressure where we just continue to push each other. You're my brother, Uncle Love. Mm-hmm. Um, he and I, we use peer pressure to, to do better and better at golf, right? Yeah. Like we constantly pressure each other to step our game up and do better. So, yeah, I hadn't really even thought about it, but I think it's so dope. And what the message that it sends to me is peer pressure is a natural thing. It's a naturally occurring phenomenon throughout society. Yeah. So then what we have to do is make sure that we're using peer pressure or allowing peer pressure to come at us in a positive way. Surround yeah. yourself by people that you aspire to, to be like or by people you aspire to affiliate with and allow that positive form of peer pressure to push you and drive you to do better, be better. Like we go back to our discussion on robotics. Mm-hmm. Well, then get yourself into engineering clubs and, and robotics competitions. clubs, competitions where you're amongst the best of the best and allow that pressure to turn that motivation to do coal, better yeah that you know coal into a diamond right that's that's where diamonds come from like use mm-hmm. use peer pressure in a positive way totally different from the direction i thought the conversation was gonna totally go different from what i thought it was gonna go <laughs> but it's so dope because i think that's a tremendous aspect of peer pressure to consider yeah. now let's let's take just a, a couple more minutes here and talk about some of the negative sides of peer pressure so um and and the social media aspect so tell me if this makes sense because I wrote it down right here. Yeah. If peer pressure, if if you must change something that is at the core of who you are as a person in order to succumb to peer pressure to be part of a group, then you have to understand that that group isn't actually accepting you. They're accepting a false version of you that you were willing to change because they required it in order for you to join their group. Yeah. Does that make sense? So... If you want to join, let's let's go back to my example of the elite girl group, <laughs> right? The the mean girl group, and plastics. if they say, "Huh?" The plastics. The plastics. Uh, so many names. Barbie. <laughs> so many names for them. But if they say, in order to be part of our group, you you have to dress in skimpy clothing, you have to wear a lot of makeup, you have to have at least one boyfriend, you have to be sexually active, and you have to hang out on weekends and smoke weed with us. That sounds about right. Right? And there, that, that's like five different things that I would hope all pretty much kind of go against your values and the way you were raised. Like, let's yes. go down the list. You don't wear skimpy clothing. even no. though I mean, you certainly could. It right? is the summertime and I'm still wearing black jeans, <laughs> long sleeves, and then a hoodie on top of that. But to be clear, and I'm not body shaming anybody who might be like large or whatever, but you, you have a, a figure where if you wanted to dress in skimpy clothing, you certainly could. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't do that. You don't wear a lot of makeup. Nope. Don't wear a lot of makeup. I'll wear eyeliner every now and then, but that's about the extent of it. You don't have at least one boyfriend? I've never had a boyfriend. I've never dated. You're not sexually active? Heck no. You're damn right you're not sexually active. I'm not even going to bleep that word. I said you're damn right you're not sexually active. Heck no. Heck no. Uh, and you're not 
currently engaged in any drug use, I would think. Mm-mm. Right? Aside from medication. Right, but I mean, that's like allergies, but you're not like, sm- <laughs> you're not smoking a yicky yicky. No, I can't actually stand the smell of somebody else doing it. I'll actually like gag. What do you know what the smell of marijuana is? Well, no, just smoking in general. Oh, we're talking about cigarettes? I ain't even there right now. I'm talking about, I'm talking about marijuana. I'm talking about some Mary Jane. Most people just you turn that into powder. <laughs> or riding a white horse, you know? Yeah, no. No, not riding a white horse? Mm-mm. No? You sure? Yes. Okay, because that's Heron. Why don't you also I look him in the eyes <laughs> and say, yes, I am not really doing any of that. stop right now. But so here's my point. If you're willing to compromise your core values, that really does change. Like in your, who, like in yourself, like who you are as a person, you are actually altering that in order to be part of a group. Any yeah. group that would even ask that Defile of you. Defile you. Yeah, any group that would ask that of you. They're not friends. They're not anybody you would have any business being affiliated with. And it's somebody you should just distance yourself from because there's no affiliation to a group that's worth changing who you are at your core as a person. You agree with that? Yeah. So we're good on that? You're not going to do that, right? No. Okay. You find your own group. I mean, that's why like, I, I don't judge people based on appearances, but I will kind of be like, well, maybe I should be a little bit wary of them because they can see, they seem like they could be part of that group. I don't. I don't immediately judge them on that. I wait until I get any sort of sign or confirmation if they're a part of that group. Yeah. Because we, looks we all make assumptions. Seated. Like that's just, again, it's part of just the natural human condition. When we first see somebody, we just take all of our experiences from the past and we start moving them towards these people and we start making certain assumptions until we have the opportunity to figure out whether those assumptions are actually correct or not. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, it's just a natural thing that we do. Uh, However, do make sure that you keep those very limited and give the person the opportunity to, yeah. you know, prove, like, who they actually because, are. Because, you know, they might seem like that. They might look like that, dress like that, act like that, but then they're mm-hmm. not that. Right. So I definitely give people a chance, but then, you know, if I see any sort of, like, drama that I'm not comfortable with or anything, I usually stay away. And that automatically kind of limits my friend group, but... I'd rather be safe than sorry and get myself involved in something that I don't want to be in. So, excellent. So let's let's circle back to your discussion on social media. Um, yeah. Once again, um, probably one of the worst things we've ever invented as human beings. And I was Black listening to a conversation mail. on what'd you say? Blackmail. It's just horrible. Um, and and I'll and I'll tell why in a second. But the I was actually listening to joe rogan's podcast and with the person he was talking to and they said the thing with social media is social media we we usually evolve our technology or we usually evolve the different things that we use like our cars get better our clothes get better everything that we use as human beings our tools tend to evolve as we evolve face wash gets better yeah face wash gets better All like those everything ads. gets better but social media we're not evolving it. It is actually evolving us. Trends. For, you know, full disclaimer, I don't actually believe in evolution. I'm kidding. Don't, don't, don't get mad. But so social media is actually evolving us because we created a technology that we weren't, we're not ready for. It's, it's, actually, yeah. it's actually invented to be addictive. The things that happen to us, like in our brains when it comes to social media, um, it actually changes our brain chemistry. It's like really, really interesting. So... We get dopamine dumps every time somebody gives a thumb up to something that we've created, you know, content-wise. If they heart it, if they thumbs up it, 
it actually releases certain chemicals in our brain that is directly tied to the feeling of joy and happiness. So, um, and so there's that. But also, y'all at your generation, like at your age, you've got to understand that nothing you see on social media is actually real. None of it's all fake and fabricated. Yep. They they're not that great. They're not that they're not that active. They're not living this wonderful life, this best life. All they ever do is show pictures of the highs and you get no indication of lows. And so particularly young girls are thinking that these ladies on Instagram or 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 y'all ain't on Facebook or Twitter, they look like that, like they wake up like that and they look like that all day and they're flawless. No, it's a hashtag lot of Hashtag just woke up like this, hashtag no filter. No filter. I mean, it's it's all garbage. Nobody looks like that 100% Photoshop. of the time. Yeah, there's so many filters. And the filters, the technology and the filters are so advanced now that it, the people that you see don't actually even exist in real life. It's, it's all fabricated. But that's just a whole nother form of peer pressure that's telling particularly young women, this is the way you're supposed to look. This is the way you're supposed to dress. This is the way your body is supposed to be shaped. And if you don't measure up to these, then you're actually not worth much. Yeah. And it, it ties to your self-worth and your identity. So if it's okay with you, I would like our next pod to be on physical identity. Okay. And what that is for young women. Because, whoo, y'all got it bad, man. It's tough out there in them streets. Am I right? Yeah. All right. All right, we just hit a half hour. We should probably wrap up. Uh, what are your parting thoughts? Peer pressure. Go. So it can be good, can be bad. You know, you got to just make sure that you're with the right people. You know, if they're making you feel uncomfortable doing something that you don't want to do, you should probably stay away from them. They're probably not your real friends, you know, because real friends, they accept you for who you are with all of the weird quirks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And when opportunities present themselves, try to use peer pressure as a positive thing. Yeah. You know, circle, you know, surround yourself by people who are going to push you to do better, be better. Right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I know I usually do the closing wrap-up, but you want to give it a shot? Okay. All right. Go for it, princess. I'm going to chime in for a second, but you go. Okay. So, you know, um, we you can find us anywhere where you find your other um, podcasts. You know, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes Podcasts. Um, I don't know the other things. <laughs> Google Play and tune Google Play. in. Mm-hmm. Tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook. You know, write a view, review there. You can leave a request for some of our next topics. How do they find us on ideas. Facebook? Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. Nice. Um, um, leave us a review. You know, five stars. And go ahead and check out our other episodes if this is your first one that you're listening to. <laughs> well done. I'm so awkward. Yeah, not awkward at all. I think right that was now. perfect. You guys make sure you chime in. Let her know that that was a perfect outro. Yay. Uh, again, thank you guys very much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Like Michael said, uh, please do like us. Leave us a review. It, it definitely helps. And to all of you who just recently joined our page on Facebook, it's really kind of popping off. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Like us and review us and leave comments on the Facebook page. We do uh, read the reviews and stuff. We definitely do. We definitely do. We want to keep getting better and better. So. We really do. Uh, we really do. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we will go ahead and wrap this thing up. We'll do it again here soon. In the meantime, I've been your co-host, Michael the Princess, and I have been your co-host, Guy the Big Dog. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Hi, this is.
Ty, and I would like to thank you for listening to the Daddy or Daughter Real Talk podcast. Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.